Credit card debt can be a never-ending game where balances move from card to card while you chase teaser intro rates only to pay balance transfer fees. Put an end to the games. Whitefish Credit Union's credit card has no balance transfer fees and we offer a fixed interest rate starting at just 7.9% annual percentage rate. Even if you have less than perfect credit, Whitefish Credit Union may be able to help. Visit whitefishcu.com or call us at 862-3525 to apply. Whitefish Credit Union, we belong to you. Some restrictions apply. You get the full spectrum of Northwest Montana sports only on 96.5 and 600 KGEZ. Now, back to the Knock on Sports and Anthony Knockreiner. Time to talk some NFL. Time to talk about the Seattle Seahawks, as just like he does every Thursday. Brandon Schultz from the Seahawkers and Field Goals podcast joins me right now on the Whitefish Credit Union Hotline. Brandon, I hope you're doing well, man. How's things? I am getting over uh, Sunday's frustrating game, but uh, we have a game coming up against the Rams this Sunday, and that's easy to get fired up for. Oh, there you go. I was going to say, both of us pretty much had a rough Sunday. Um, I I will say, though, your team put up a little more fight in in your loss. (laughs) You know, that was the one thing that I took away from this weekend, Anthony, is that as disappointing as the Seahawks' loss was to Buffalo, at least it wasn't uh, just a a huge blowout, uh, to put it mildly, like it was for uh, the Tampa Bay Bucks. Yeah, you could say beat down. I mean, that's absolutely what it was. I mean, there's a few I, other I was at words. Say something worse, but I I know that uh, I'm trying to keep it radio friendly. <laughs> yeah, I, I hear you. I, I definitely wasn't radio friendly uh, Sunday night as I watched uh, Tampa Bay get uh, annihilated. No, uh, look, I think I think I did see your your Twitter account at uh, the beverages that were flowing throughout that game. Yeah, Brandon. Yeah, those were were definitely helping me on a Sunday night. Uh, Brandon, uh, let's talk about the Seahawks versus the Bills here. It seems like mobile quarterbacks have been kind of an Achilles heel for this football team, at least in the last couple of weeks. What do you think about that? Is is that a trend? Yeah, it's it's definitely a trend for the Seahawks defense, and it seems to be a trend for Pete Carroll. Just it's it's one thing that he always brings up as something that he it's like. It's one part of the game that he thinks about and has trouble, you know, preparing his defense for. So it's almost as if it's in Pete Carroll's head a little bit. And so that's the part that worries me. Now, the the good part is that they really don't face a whole lot of mobile quarterbacks apart from Kyler Murray here in uh, coming up on Thursday night football after this Rams game. But they are going to have to face quarterbacks like that in the playoffs potentially. So I it's something that they need to figure out. And Pete Carroll just hasn't seemed to be able to solve it yet. As I mentioned, the injury report, KJ Wright was on it. A few other guys have been on it as well. As you guys get ready for the Rams, which is going to be a big game, Rams uh, coming off a bye here. Uh, what do you think about this matchup? Is you guys? I mean, I know every NFL team is, but it just feels like you guys are a little bit even more banged up at this point. Yeah, there there's some injury issues for sure. And if Shaquille Griffin can't get back on the field, the corners are definitely where the injury issues are going to show up the most in this game because, you know, Quentin Dunbar, he just did not look like he should have been on the field in that game against the Bills. And it looks like he could be out in this game as well, which means they have to go, you know, further into their depth at cornerback to try and find somebody to to go up against really nice wide receivers and Robert Woods and Cooper Cup. So that's going to be a, a that's going to introduce this challenge if their corners aren't going to be healthy in this game. But it also I, I I'm really curious to see 
what the Rams do in planning for this game over the bye week. Is Sean McVay going to look at that game that the Bills played against the Seahawks and think to himself, okay, I'm just going to do what the Bills did and throw it at the Seahawks defense and abandon the run game completely because that's what the Bills did. They And Pete Carroll, he wasn't prepared for the uh, for the Bills to just abandon their run game. So, you know, maybe maybe Pete goes into this game actually consider actually considering that that could happen and and game plans for it because I I actually like the Seahawks chances better in this game if you have Jared Goff throwing more often and a Seahawks team that is blitzing more because if Goff is getting pressure then he's making mistakes and that's what we saw happen uh both against in many of their losses this year but you know they only put up 16 points against the 49ers and then they really struggled against Miami's defense it's going to be interesting, and I like that you bring up the blitzing point because when you guys did have success a couple of weeks ago, it was bringing heat with Wagner, KJ Wright, and others. And now that you have Jamal Adams, I can only imagine what he's going to allow you to do in terms of blitzing package. We kind of saw that during the opening week of the season against the Atlanta Falcons, and with even more so with that secondary. Do you see Jamal Adams maybe playing a little bit more coverage, or do you see him, you know, again, just being up near the line of scrimmage, considering the, the just the lack of depth that you guys have right now, considering how far you're having to go into it? They're going to mix it up a little bit. There were some issues with his coverage in the game against the Bills, and so hopefully those things are, 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 th- are things that can get worked out ahead of this game against the Rams, because I think we're going to need him in coverage, too. And I also think we're going to need him as a pass rusher. But at, at this point, too, I, I like Bobby Wagner as a pass rusher up the middle as well. So, you know, if they can uh, if they can mix it up between those guys, they when he, when Adams was playing up on the line against the Bills, it, he seemed to struggle more. And then later on in the game, they backed him off a little bit and sent him on more delayed blitzes from, you know, the, the linebacker area still in the box. But um I'm curious to see how how the Rams will be able to handle that. And I think it'll be better for Seattle because Goff is not the type of mobile quarterback that Josh Allen is. How concerned are you about, uh, and obviously this is a a very obvious question, because Aaron Donald playing for the Rams, uh, but at the same time, uh, Russell Wilson, a little bit under duress, you know, obviously three picks last week, not good, but again, he was throwing the ball a ton last week. How do you feel about the matchup here with the Seahawks offense and the Rams defense? Yeah, you always worry when Aaron Donald's on the other side of the ball, especially against the Seahawks. And it was maybe even less of a concern coming into this game just because the offensive line had been playing so well. But then we see Ethan Posick, who has been the starting center up until this point. He was listed as out with a concussion on both Wednesday and Thursday practices. So if he can't go, their backup center is going to be out there. And you have a backup center. You have Damian Lewis, who as a rookie right guard has been playing very well, but you, you put a backup center and a rookie right guard uh, against Aaron Donald, who you know, people talk about as, as potentially being an NFL MVP consideration that uh, that could cause some problems for the Seahawks offense. I was about to say, Russell, uh, you know, talking about Russell Wilson and his MVP conversation. How do you feel about that right now? Two games, three picks, and not the end of the world. I don't think there's any clear-cut favorite right now for uh, the MVP. There's no Lamar Jackson. I mean, I know he's in the race. Patrick Mahomes is as well. But uh, there's no clear-cut favorite like we saw halfway through the season last year. Yeah, if he's going to keep his name in the conversation, it's going to really depend on these next two weeks because you have a divisional game against the Rams, and then you have another divisional game against Arizona. 
if he can go two and zero and put the Seahawks, you know, that much uh, ahead of these division teams, and it's not just the Seahawks that these two teams have to face in the in the next couple of weeks. I believe the Rams have to play the Bucks, and then Arizona takes on the Bills. So, you know, each of these teams are they're all playing top teams over these next two weeks. And if Russell Wilson can put the Seahawks in position, and if those other teams struggle over these next two weeks, they could, you know, this division could be locked up by December. And if that's the case, then I do like Russell Wilson's chances of, of staying in this conversation into December. Time to make our NFL picks here with Brandon Schultz from the Seahawkers and Field Goals podcast. Brandon, I edged you out once again by one game, by the way, one game. Oh. Uh, I th- I wanna, well, let's see here. I, th- I know the Tampa Bay game got me. Um, yeah. that you one for sure. Me. Well, you picked Buffalo. That's why that, that was the deciding game. Yeah. Yeah. that's right. Cause yeah, you picked Baltimore. I picked Indy. That one uh, cost me and Detroit cost us. So did Washington, uh, who would have thought New York might actually win. <laughs> so, uh, Brandon tonight, Thursday night football, the Colts at the Tennessee Titans. Who'd you have before kickoff? Yeah, I locked in the Colts, unfortunately, and I see they're down a touchdown, so we'll see how that works out. But uh, I, I liked Indy for the upset in this game. Interesting. I, I'm going to take Tennessee to win here. Uh, I like the Titans to go ahead because, again, I, I think Indianapolis, they're a good football team, and they might be a team that maybe makes it to the division round of the playoffs. I think they're going to be good, but I, I just don't see them beating the top teams. They did come really close to beating Baltimore, uh, but at the same time, I think Tennessee's just better uh, I think a little more consistent quarterback play. But Philip Rivers is still the wild man for sure. Yes. <laughs> uh, Sunday yeah, night. that tackle he tried to make <laughs> last week was a gem. <laughs> Philip Rivers, uh, the gift that keeps on giving to the NFL. Um, looking at Sunday football, the Eagles at the Giants. Another battle in the NFC least here. Brandon, who do you got? I picked the Eagles in this game, and it's, it's tough because these teams end up – with these East teams, they end up being so close, right? But um, I think that I think the Eagles get the win. I'm going to go with the Eagles as well. I don't trust the Giants. I don't don't. I wish the Washington Football Team would have won last week, but they didn't. The Giants somehow <laughs> found a way. Uh, but I take the Eagles to win here. Uh, Jaguars at Packers. Pretty simple for me, Brandon. I'm sure for you. I'm taking Green Bay. Yeah. Yeah, I think everybody's picking Green Bay. Although after Pittsburgh was so close last week, I mean, maybe we just never know about any of these teams. But uh, I, you definitely got to go with the Packers in this case. Washington football team at the Detroit Lions here. Lions burned us last week, Brandon. Do we go? Do you go with them again? Oh, they did. I'm I'm gonna go back to them. I I don't have a lot of trust in Washington, but uh, yeah, it's it's hard to trust Detroit a whole lot either. But I'm gonna go with the Lions. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm going to go with the Lions as well here. I think they get to four and five. Uh, I, I, I really, I will say this. I really have thought about picking Washington, but I don't know if I can do it a second week in a row and get burned because I did think they had a really good chance to beat up on New York, but they just didn't do it. So uh, I'll stick with uh, Detroit. Houston, Texas. I would be happy if I'd love to see Alex Smith get a get a win. Me, me too. Exactly. Me too. Um, Houston at Cleveland. Who do you got? I am going to take Houston in the upset Ooh. here. I see a lot of people picking Cleveland, and I just don't think that Houston is bad as that two-win record indicates. And so with uh, Cleveland's defense tending to give up a lot of points, I, I'm going to go with the Texans. I'm going to go with Cleveland here as I think the running game is just going to be good enough. I don't think it'll force Baker Mayfield not to have to make a lot of throws here. Uh, Deshaun Watson have to play from behind, so and it's going to be tough to do with a good running game. So I like Cleveland 
uh, here to grab the win at home. Uh, Tampa Bay at the Carolina Panthers. You know how I'm going to roll. Uh, Brandon, Tampa Bay finds a way to bounce back. Yes, I am going against you because, as you mentioned, you've been getting these one and two game weeks on me. So I, I had to pick the upset here with the Panthers. You picked Buffalo over the Seahawks last week, so I have to do the same to you. Reciprocate. <laughs> Take the Panthers in this divisional matchup. The Bucks only put three points up against the Saints last week, and Bruce Arians is throwing Tom Brady under the bus subtly, saying that uh, you know Mike Evans is open all game, and that's all he was going to say. So I think that maybe this is the time for the Bucks to go on a little slide here. Brandon, that hurts, but at the same time, <laughs> uh, I hope you're wrong about the slide. But at the second, but at the same time, you I remember you telling me this when Tampa Bay actually did hire Bruce Arians because he does this, uh-huh. and it's really annoying. Guess what? It, that that uh, I'm, I'm going to go on a rant for a second here. That game falls at the feet of Bruce Arians. You, how do you score three points? That's it. How do you go? Oh, and, uh, I don't want four or five straight drives with three and out. That all falls on the coaching staff last week. Yeah, with a talented defense, a talented offense. When you have that much talent and you can only put three points up on the board, how is a coach? Do you look at that effort and say and not say that part of that's got to be on the coach? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, Bruce Arians might be sipping a little too much rum these days uh, at the bottom of the barrel here. Uh, again, uh, back to our picks now. Uh, and like I said, I, I can get sidetracked on that Saints game so easily. Um, Chargers at Dolphins. Who do you like, Brandon? I took the Dolphins in this game. They're they're turning into a nice team and and making a nice run. They they uh, on the show this week on the Seahawkers podcast, Adam and I talked about how the Dolphins had a perfect record against the NFC West as far as Seahawks fans were concerned because they lost to the Seahawks, yet they beat all the other division rivals in the NFC West. So uh, congratulations goes out to uh, the Dolphins organization for just, you know, having that perfect record in the NFC West. It was glorious. Yeah, hey, I mean, the Dolphins are playing well. I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to take the Dolphins as well. But I do have to ask this, Brandon. I need your help. We got to sign a petition. We got to get rid of this silly logo the Dolphins have. Because Brian Flores says he likes the old uniforms, I want to see Miami go back to their old uniforms as well. Uh, and I'm talking about like the 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 '80s, the Dan Marino uniforms. We got to sign a petition and get that that way the NFL just can get rid of those Dolphin uniforms. I say they just scrap them all and start over. You don't even like the classics? Yeah, they're okay. <laughs> wow, wow! I'm surprised. Usually uh, everybody likes the the Dolphin classic, which they'll be wearing this weekend uh, as well. Uh, Denver, well, maybe that'll help them. <laughs> maybe Denver at Oakland. Who do you got, Brandon? I like Oakland in this game. Denver. I've, I've tried picking them here and there. They always seem to burn me. I'm going with Vegas. Yep. I'm going to go with Vegas as well. Uh, I'll take the Raiders over the Broncos moving to the bills at Cardinals, uh, this, this Sunday. Uh, I like Buffalo. I'm going to take the bills once again over the Cardinals, Brandon. Yeah, tough matchup. I do like Buffalo. I'm going to be cheering for Buffalo, but I'm also just going to take Arizona and that I can be happy either way. I, I like to do this with the divisional games sometimes. I'll I'll take the winner so that way if I win, I get the win in picks. If Buffalo wins, I'm happy because the they drop a game within the division. So I for our official picks, Anthony, I'm going with Arizona. Next up, the 49ers at the Saints. I really want to pick the Saints, or I don't really want to pick the Saints. I want to pick the 49ers here, Brandon. Um, I really do. I really want to pick them as an upset because I think the New Orleans Saints are probably feeling themselves. Uh, you know, they just absolutely took care of business, as we were talking about earlier. I want to take San Francisco. 
but yeah. I just don't think it's going to happen. I'm going to take the same. Yeah, everything I just said that applies to what I like to do with division rival type games, <laughs> uh, I can't do that when it just it seems so obvious that the Saints are going to win this game. So on 50-50 games or 60-40 games, I like to do that, but I got to go with the Saints against the Niners here. Seahawks at Rams. How you going, Brandon? I'm I'm going to go with the Seahawks, Anthony, and oh my gosh, help me. So help me if you take the Rams. <laughs> Come on, I'm not that silly. I think the Seahawks get the win here. The Rams, again, off the bye week. But again, the Rams haven't been impressive. Once again, when you look at it, what is it? They've already played the entire NFC East, right? So they have four wins from the NFC least already. And if not, yeah, at least and three. They the, and they beat the Bears, who have a terrible offense. Exactly. So, like I said, not a lot of faith in the Rams' five wins. Uh, so I'll take the Seahawks as well. Uh, Bengals at Steelers. Brandon, how you go? Ooh, uh, I'll take the Steelers to remain undefeated, but gosh, it'd be fun to see Cincinnati spoil that after they, you know, beat Tennessee earlier this season, huh? Yeah, I'm. I'm. At, you know what? I'm going to take Cincinnati. Upset pick here. I think Ooh. Cincinnati can get the W, especially after last week against uh, uh, last week with the Steelers and the Dallas Cowboys. They had Ben Roethlisberger. I don't know if Pittsburgh may have him this Sunday, uh, but I like Cincinnati for the upset here as uh, I think the Steelers get knocked off the undefeated. About time you took an upset pick. I feel like you've been taking, taking favorites this whole time. <laughs> uh, Ravens at the Patriots for Sunday Night Football. I am going to take the Ravens, and uh, it should be an easy matchup for them against a New England team that, gosh, they're just really struggling so far to this point in the season, aren't they? Yeah, I was about to say, Cam Newton's kind of suffering Tom Brady syndrome from the last couple of seasons. Just no weapons around him. Has to do everything himself, and it's really kind of difficult to do that. So I the agree. defense isn't really helping him out either. Well, half their defense opted out of the season. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. Um, so I'm going to take the Ravens here uh, as well. Uh, Monday Night Football, Vikings versus Bears. This actually might be an entertaining battle because Minnesota looks a lot better the last couple of weeks, and you know Chicago – they're five and four, so they should be good for at least a good game. Yeah, I'm having trouble with this game because I the problem is is I keep picking Minnesota to lose week after week, and I should probably take that as a sign to go ahead and pick them. But now that I can't, I feel like now they're due for a loss, and I'm going to pick the Bears. I'm going to go against you. I'm going to buy the Vikings right now. I think they turn this into a three game, uh, three game stretch where they win three games streak winning streak here. Uh, and I, the fact that it's against all their division opponents, Detroit, Green Bay, I think they finish off the Bears here. So I like Minnesota uh, to get to four and five. I mean, boy, think about that. Minnesota, the way they started sitting at four and five, they still have a chance for the playoffs. Yeah, it is a little bit surprising considering how they started, right? And Vikings fans had basically written off that team, I thought, after they lost to the Seahawks. But then now they've, they've put together a nice little run. And Dalvin Cook, you know, people are talking about him as an MVP candidate. And it's hard to argue with that. The, for what he's meant for the Vikings on, in getting them back into the division, if they make a serious run, I think that's somebody that you do have to consider in that conversation. Brandon, who do you think has a better chance to make – do you think the Vikings have a better chance to make the playoffs than the Bears missing the playoffs? I think they do, and if this, if they win this game, I, I think that Minnesota will have that uh, is probably the odds-on favorite then to be the second team to come out of that division. My feature guest, Brandon Schultz from the Seahawkers and Field Goals podcast. Brandon, if they want to follow episodes of the podcast, how can they do that? 
Yeah, new episode of the Seahawkers podcast of the Seahawkers podcast out this week. Seahawkerspodcast.com to check that out. And uh, field goal end up on field goals. We'll have a preview with Kenneth Arthur of Turf Show Times, and that'll be up on Friday. Brandon, really appreciate the time. Really appreciate the insight as always, my man. Have a great weekend, and I will chat with you next week. Anthony, always appreciate you having me on. Go Hawks.